Okay, welcome to the first episode of The Loser Lounge with Colin Katie. I really don't know how I'm going to do this, but I guess cue the intro. What? <laughs> what an idiot! Oh, what a loser! Okay, perfect. I hope you guys like that intro. Um, I have no idea what I'm doing here. Uh, so you guys are just going to have to bear with me a little bit. You know, I, I have some experience as a Minecraft YouTuber, but I don't know how well that's going to translate over to this podcast thing. Who knows? I probably will never do another episode of this again, but you never know. So I would like to welcome all you um, great viewers. I, You know, I was thinking, and there's probably three distinct categories that my viewers fall in, okay? I think the first one, attractive girls who are obsessed with me. That's probably most of you, to be honest with you, but um, I guess welcome. I welcome My second group, we've got some guys who are already pretty cool, but, you know, they, they think if they listen to this podcast, they'll become even more cool, which, great idea. One-ups to you guys, um, so welcome. If you guys ever want to hang out, you know what? Hey, yeah, if any attractive females, you guys know where to find me, and, you know, if you guys want to hang out, you guys know where to find me, you know? That's that's all I got to say. And the final category, it's probably my mom that's going to be watching. So, hello, mom. I hope you don't take any of this seriously. I don't think I have anything in here that I'm going to be uh, ragging uh, ragging on you about, but uh, perfect. Um, so, yeah, you know, no, no. I was thinking I needed to do a podcast. I just <sighs> couldn't imagine a world in which Colin Katie did not have a podcast. And so I just kind of want to run through some of the ground rules in case I actually do this again and come up with another episode um so first and foremost no i have no idea when this is going to come out I, you can't rush perfection okay it, it takes me years to do these episodes okay great life experiences have to go into these okay and you guys can also expect some co-hosts from time to time still figuring that out you know like everything this is just going to be figuring everything out this could be the worst podcast ever and if it is please let me know please let me know um but yeah, and really the only other ground rule that I have is this is a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> okay, I really don't know. You know, I, I'm not one to use bad words. Bad words. I don't like them. They're bad. They're bad. They're bad. Um, but if you know me, you know that I let some slip from time to time. Not the F word. Uh, it, it, we're, th this is not that explicit of a show, okay? Um, and then I also, I'm not a big fan of going in and cutting. So what you guys are getting is me. I mean... My rambling, because I think that's what makes this podcast great. If you're listening to this, you're listening to it because it's me. I mean, I, I can't change that. can't change that. Um, and, you know, I really think that's all the ground rules. Um, if I come up with another one uh, later, I guess I'll let you guys know. But, uh, yeah, really, really. I mean, that's that's really what you guys can expect from this great show. I mean, this is one of the most high-quality and well-produced, well-directed pieces of of art to ever grace the internet okay I, I mean that's that's all i can say um, and I, I would like to say uh as a final warning that i find myself pretty hilarious i don't know if that's an egotistical issue but uh i do think i'm pretty funny so sometimes i'm going to say stuff that you guys probably don't think is very funny but i think is absolutely hilarious um, but that's just me and i talk quick uh but yeah, yeah yeah okay enough about me enough about me so i was thinking colin what could i do as the first topic okay and I, I, one issue came to mind. It's a story that I have to tell decently often because uh, some people know me by it. Um, and it's a very traumatic story, very traumatic. So buckle up. This could be a really heartfelt episode. Get, get the tissues. I mean, this is going to be big. But it was my experience at the Arkansas 
Boise State, okay? It, it, we got a lot to unpack here. But, you know, everyone always asks me about this story, and I just find myself rambling on for about an hour every single time, so um, I felt like to save me time if I recorded it, I could have a definitive recording and copy of this story. It's original, before I forget more details, and so if anybody ever asked me, I could say, hey, check out the first episode of The Loser Lounge with Colin Katie, and boom, there you go. I don't even have to explain it. So, uh, I guess for the story, I need to give a little bit of context, so I'm kind of a nerd. I'm not... Not like the normal. I'm kind of more. I think some people call me a geek. I don't really know, but I uh, I have a flair for the political science, political theories. I, I I've always enjoyed those kind of things. So when time came to go to Boy State, of course I was. In. I mean, Bill Clinton went to Boy State. I mean, uh, we're talking about the best of the best go to Boy State, okay? And so I was like, oh yeah, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. So uh, I get selected for it. I mean, I I wasn't too concerned. I mean, I kind of felt like I'd get it. Um, I you know I kind of kind of a teacher's pet for a lot of my teachers, you know. I, I found a great life lesson. If there's any high schoolers out there, just be friends with all your teachers because then they don't really want to assign you a whole lot of work, and if you mess up, they don't really care. Um, so all the teachers loved me. They loved me. Um, and so I get selected for this, and me and another kid, and, you know, I'm not out I'm not out to tell everybody else's business. He probably wouldn't mind. He would love the attention, but um, I'm going to codename the other kid from um, my school that went with me um, under the name Alex Black. So, Alex Black. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, me and Alex were the two selected to go to Boy State. Um, and so, uh, when the time started to get a little bit closer, I was kind of one of those weird kids who took it a little bit too seriously. And if you guys have seen the the, the Boy State documentary on Apple TV, like, that's kind of how I was, the really weird kid who, like, planned out the speeches. Yeah, I couldn't even watch that documentary. It was so bad. Um, well, it wasn't bad. It was just, yeah, you guys get it. You guys get it. Um, and so, uh, you know, <sighs> made posters. My mom made them. They weren't the greatest posters of all time, but they did the job. But uh, my mom also made buttons before I went, and she chose possibly the worst photo that's ever been taken of me. It was just not good. <laughs> just not good at all. And I knew I was going to get made fun of for it, but uh, that comes a little bit later in the story. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm ready to go. Um, and I guess we go down to the, the college where it's being held. And we get there. And, I mean, every, every kid there is just kind of like, eh, trying to figure it out. Um, and, and this is going to be the reoccurring theme here. But there's great sociology lessons with the boys' day. I mean, you could basically write a thesis over these these events. Like, they're just crazy. Where you have these individuals, kind of like myself, who are like, oh, this is my perfect opportunity to meet and mingle and kind of get my name out there. So I'm going around talking about, hi, Colin, Katie, how's it going? Yeah, 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 great, great. How are you? Where are you from, man? And I'll be honest with you, I didn't remember hardly anyone's name, but um, <laughs> that was the kind of person I was. And then there were some also people, uh, people there who were just kind of like chilling. They didn't really want to be there, I could tell. Um, or they did kind of want to be there, but they just didn't want to take it that seriously. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that kind of sets, if that, that should set the tone of the differences of people that were there. And so we start going, um, and really nothing too eventful happens right at first. Uh, I mean, you, you get thousands, well, I guess in my case, it was just hundreds of teenage boys. I mean, there's bound to be a little bit wild. Um, so we go, and the first day, it kind of starts off pretty hot and heavy, if I remember right. Um, and so uh, I think I won mayor and... Like the um, the party, uh, I was on the committee to come up with the party, my party platforms. And so, uh, pretty simple stuff, pretty simple stuff. Um, 
But at this point, I kind of started to realize that I had to campaign now. So I, I recruited uh, some buddies that I made, and we went around all over the place, put up posters of my name, and I mean, I was handing out buttons left and right. I mean, I, I, it was great. I mean, we it was like I was running a real campaign, let me tell you. I mean, I think... Whew, I'm telling you, I could have won. I could have won at the rate we were going. Um, but yeah, 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 I was really trying to put myself out there the first day. And then there was a bunch of kind of like just events and everything they had us going on. Um, but uh, I distinctly remember one of the first things that I figured out was that the cafeteria at this institution sucked. Some of the worst food I think I've ever had. Um, and I was warned not to eat the eggs because they... Um, well, let's just say they kind of excite the digestive system if you know if you're picking up what I'm putting down, um, and so it was kind of one of those deals that I don't know, I think I lost probably about five pounds throughout the week because so I really didn't bring any snack. I'm not a big snacker, um, but yeah, yeah. So that was one of the first things that I kind of uh, figured out, um, and then I also figured out the lesson that uh, I probably should have paid more attention to was that uh, I. Uh, there was a there was a big maturity difference between the the attendees of the boy state. Um, so yeah, big maturity difference. But I'll, I'll get on that a little bit later. And so, to be honest with you, the whole timeline in my head is kind of a mix and mix and mangled. So I'll start at one point and then just probably bounce around. Um, but I, I know I would like to start off by telling the story specifically in Boy State, of how I lost governor to a white supremacist, okay? I know, you all are shaking in your seats ready for this. So, I mean, I I ran for governor and Boys Nation. Um, and so, the important piece of context here is that this year they switched, and instead of doing Boys Nation as an interview process, it was just a big Democratic vote, um, and that, that was who we selected to go. And so, I... Um, I put in for both, and I guess you started running at the end of the first day is when you filled out your paperwork. So I go, and I mean, I, I, I did not deliver the greatest speech at first, but somehow I made it just enough in the running at the bottom to stay in it. Big, crazy. I don't even know how I did it. Uh, I just was not my greatest speech in the world, but um, so I go, and uh, I speak in front of my party and, and work on that, and so it gets down to me and another kid who are the two... Um, candidates for our party. I, th I can't remember if I was a Federalist or a Nationalist. I don't think it really matters. Uh, I didn't care. Um, and so by doing this, I mean, I was like right at the end. I was, it was me and this other kid going for it. And so we do this. And this other kid, I'll never forget his name. I'm not going to say his name, but, um, well, I guess I can't. His name was Brian, okay? And so what was interesting about Brian, and I got to give it, the guy had a cool voice. Kind of sounded like he was about 60 years old, but he was a 60-year-old in like the 1940s. Was, he kind of had a cool voice. Um, but that was his entire gimmick, was that he had a cool voice and tried to make these like Reagan-esque jokes. I mean, I didn't I didn't bite. I didn't think he was that that interesting. And I didn't think he'd make a great candidate for Boy State. Like, that really matters. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was down to me and him. And I mean, at this time, I was doing some, like I said, some pretty hard campaigning, giving out buttons. I mean, I'd stand and greet people after they come out of the cafeteria. Uh, there was another kid who ran for Boys Nation. We called him Lieutenant Plate because he uh, picked up people's places. He was like, can I take your plate? And, and went and 
took him in to like the dishwashing area, which was nice. But the guy kind of freaked me out because he uh, he like ROTC walked everywhere. And if you <laughs> if you've ever been around of R- a lot of ROTC kids, you know what I'm talking about. Like how he only walks in straight lines, and when he goes to make a turn, like he does a right face turn. It's kind of weird, kind of weird. But I mean, I was greeting everybody, so I felt like I was doing a great job. And then this at this point is when I finally met him. Um, I mean, he was a nice guy. I, I don't I don't knock him. Well, I guess I should knock him. I but I'll wait until we get to that part of the story. Um, but so uh, we're doing this, and uh, it finally comes time for me to do the speech. And, I mean, I, I felt like I did a good job, and I kind of attacked him a little bit. You know, my, my counselors kind of egging me on because they knew that this guy was kind of just a joke to a certain extent. Um, that, I mean, his entire gimmick was to just basically try to make an ass of himself. But that's that's what every candidate at Arkansas Boys State did, but we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that story as well. Um, but so I remember going up there and I kind of attacked him a little bit. I'm, I mean, I went in like this was, this was, this was becoming real politics at this point. And, um, I don't think people like that, uh, because I, I did not win. This guy prevailed. Um, and then he debated a kid from my county who I actually liked. And I really wish it would have been me and him because that would have been cool from the same county. And I would have beat him in the debate because neither of them had a clue about what, what was going on because they were uh, specific questions about the party platforms, which, again, I had been elected to actually create for my party. So I, I really would have had a leg up um, and could have gotten And I probably would have won. I mean, I don't mean to I don't mean to flex too hard there, but I mean, I probably would have. But I lost to this kid. Um, so ever. And then I also lost to him for Boys Nation, which kind of ticked me off because I really wanted Boys Nation. I didn't care about governor. If you want governor, you got a free ride to, to UCA or and like ASU, but I didn't really care. I wasn't going to either of those institutions. Um, but I really wanted Boys Nation. I really wanted Boys Nation. And so, like I said, they switched it up to where this was a pure Democratic vote, and I ended up losing at the end. Um, but it was nice because there's actually a buddy of mine who ended up going to Boys Nation, um, who I go to school with. And so it was really cool that at least someone good got to go. And the other kid who got elected was Lieutenant Plate. Um, and I people kind of elected him as a joke. And I really don't think they do that Democrat, Democratic election anymore. But um, come to find out, this kid who won governor, the point that you all are waiting for... Um, the reason why I thought he was an interesting individual, because when you spoke to him, he said he was a member of the Arkansas Militia. So we were like, oh, you're in the National Guard. And he was like, no, I'm in the Arkansas Militia. And I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. And he said he was a pastor. Like, those those are the only two things that we knew. And he was from some, like, incredibly small town in Arkansas. Like, super, super small. Um, <laughs> and so... <laughs> come to find out this guy ran some like instagram account that were all like white supremacy memes and stuff um i'm not (laughs) oh my goodness um yeah and and so he he was not asked to come back the next year um and i have to i have to provide the context that boy state is probably the most diverse opportunity i had a chance to be involved with in high school like i've been to leadership conferences and a lot of the conferences i've been to were strictly in like the north half of arkansas so i mean it's a predominantly white but when you go to boy state i mean i would from my experience i mean i would say that about 40 to 50 percent of the kids there are black and then there's probably about 10 percent that are asian indian um so not not wider black. and so i mean it's very diverse i mean much more diverse than arkansas the state is or any of these other opportunities um, and so you could understand why he was not 
asked back, uh, considering a lot of the counselors are also black. Um, so yeah, it would he would not have um, he would not have had a good time at uh, Boy State, which is funny because we didn't we didn't know about this until later. But yeah, turns out you probably. Yeah, you probably should not, in the first place, start an Instagram account with white supremacy memes um, and probably should not run for governor. So he had a great lesson in cancel culture. um, But yeah, so that that's how I how I lost Boys Nation and governor. Still, I'm finally processing the trauma, but I'm I'm much better now. (laughs) But but that is a story that sometimes really gets me going. I'll be honest. It really gets me going. Um, But no, some of the other things about Boys State that were were very notable. Um, speaking about the immaturity difference, uh, there was a speech that I, I don't think I will ever forget. This guy comes up to the podium, and he's running for a state, like he's running for Secretary of State or something. Like, like this is a big, this is the kid who actually gets to do something in the Capitol. And by the way, since I lost, I literally didn't have anything to do with the Capitol. I literally didn't have anything to do. So I hung out with some kids, made some new friends. So it was a win in the end. It was a win in the end. But this kid, coming back to this speech, this kid comes up and he's like, yeah, I've had a real rough go of it. My grandfather immigrated across the Pacific Ocean from Cuba on the the Mayflower, and he landed on Plymouth Rock with $3 and a half-eaten burrito from Wendy's. And he like had a whole spiel like this for like five minutes. And I, I think the kid won. Like, I... The fact that this kid was even in this position to run for that position just blows my mind. I just absolutely blows my mind. But um, yeah, yeah, and a bunch of other speeches like that. I mean, the I learned the hard way that the the way to win a boys' day is basically make jokes and just make an ass out of yourself. Um, but you know, I, I have too many convictions, and I'm a man of principle, and I could not I could not give myself in to stoop to that level. So it was kind of one of those. I don't know. It was one of those deals. I just couldn't do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I have to say about that. I mean, if you went to, if you've been to a boy state, you, you know that there's a real immaturity. There's people like me who took it way too seriously, and then there's other people who just, it was like, it was like they got bored on MW2 and they needed something else to do, so they came to boy state to joke around. Um, so yeah, and then the final, I think one of the final stories, if I can't remember anything else, uh, the final story that I had from uh, Boy State was a very bad one, very bad one. I cannot laugh at this because it's it's terrible. Um, but we had a speaker there who his son was a um, uh, a member of SEAL Team Six, I do believe, who was killed. Um, and so this is a very serious speaker. And keep in mind, this is hosted by the American Legion. And so uh, I mean, we had quite a few veteran speakers. And so. This gentleman comes up to speak about his son. Very heartfelt. Very heartfelt. Um, but during this time, we all had a group me in our county where we could, like, send each other stuff. And so our one of our junior counselors decided this would be a good time to start roasting each other, okay? So here we all are. We have our phones. Um, county of, like, 25 kids. We're all here um, listening to this. And... <laughs> um, and they just start roasting each other back and forth. And I'm like, I I did a good job of not looking at my phone initially, but I could hear people like snickering around me. And I was like, what's going on? Like, this is not a funny story at all. Like, I almost cried at one point. This story was so sad. Um, but so as people are snickering, I'm like, what's going on? And so <laughs> I, 
I decided to eventually check the chat. And it was probably the worst decision of my entire life. Because they were going so hard. And it was actually hilarious. I mean, it was actually hilarious. Um, but here this guy speaking and they're roasting each other about their feet and their toes. And, stuff, and it's just, oh... It was a bad experience, bad experience. Um, our whole county got yelled at afterwards, which probably, we probably deserved it, to be honest with you. Um, but it was, yeah, it was kind of crazy. And then I also had two junior counselors vaping the entire time. Psh, crazy. Who knew that if you let teenagers run other teenagers, they'd vape. Terrible. Terrible. I couldn't believe it. Terrible. Um, <laughs> don't jewel, kids. It's terrible. It causes erectile dysfunction. Um... But yeah, so uh, that was one of those experiences that I, um, yeah, sitting there listening to that story, trying not to laugh. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. I know I'm saying that, but it was terrible. But no, boys, it's kind of one of those experiences that I look back on fondly. Me and all my buddies the last night had like a kind of a sleepover. We stole mattresses and, and put them in there. And we also had parties like the last two nights. I mean, not like actual parties, but like we, we came out in the hallways and put people in chair and like shoved them down. Um, we, we blocked kids in uh, with mattresses and, and desk and stuff. And then my one of my counselors had like a pool behind... Um, outdoor speaker and we took one of those and like blared music all night long to like three in the morning like it was ridiculous we had there was a lot of times of a lot of fun and i mean I, I met some really good guys some some of whom that i'm still buddies with um and then my buddy alex who was from my school he, he was in a different county but they were kind of in the same building on the other side they had parties and got in trouble um we didn't get in trouble though. I mean, we had people from other counties coming to our dorm for that. Like that's how crazy this was. The entire hallway was just packed. Um, people up singing and rapping on desks. Like it was crazy. I mean, we had so much fun. Um, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there were some good memories of Boise. There was also some very bad ones uh, that I'm still never going to get over. But um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those deals. I, I think that's it. I mean, if I have some other, I'll have to bring on one of my uh, buddies who knew me at Boy State. And it's kind of like a, I guess would be a third party could tell you a little bit more because this is all my side of the story. And, you know, sometimes I might fabricate a little bit. I'm just kidding. I, I did not fabricate anything here. Not that I know of. Um, but yeah, so it's kind of one of those deals. Interesting. I always recommend kids go because I hope it I hope it improved. You never know. You never know what experience you're gonna have until you get there. But yeah, I mean it was it was really good learning experience. Um, but yeah, that's that's the boy state story. I mean, so if you guys have any questions, you guys know where to find me. Or if you just want to hang out, go to Hooters. If you know me. Um, I love Hooters. You know, hey, here's my final point. Here's my final point before I end this. I'd like to make a point about Hooters, okay? Hooters has good food. You cannot change my mind on that. And after 10, you get half-price appetizers. So good, okay? And so here's my point. If if you're a female and you don't like Hooters, you know what? I don't care. I I mean, I don't really understand because I'm not a female. But, I mean, I get it. If you don't want to go eat there, that's fine, okay? But what annoys me is when girls say that they don't like Hooters because it's degrading to women to wear those to wear their outfits. When I would argue they're really not that bad. I've seen worse at college. Um, but then you go on these girls' pages that I know who are complaining about this, and they post photos of them in a bikini. And it's like, okay, 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 okay. Let's think about this. So it's not okay for these girls to wear something that's slightly revealing, but it's okay for you to wear and post something that's even more revealing. 
And somehow it's only demeaning in the one instance and it's empowering them. I don't really get, I don't understand that. Um, it's a little hypocritical in my eyes. But I'm telling you, I am an advocate for Hooters, okay? And listen, those girls, I mean, they make so much there. I mean, in tips, it's crazy. It's great. I mean, it's a good job. I mean, this is this is nothing crazy. They're just serving chicken wings and a little bit of a, a, sh- a shortcut shirt and pants. I mean, it's nothing that great. I mean, this is it's not a script club by any means. Um, so I will always advocate for Hooters. Uh, hashtag... Hooter, hashtag ad, I stand with Hooters. Hashtag I stand with Hooters. That is my, that's my new phrase. Um, but yeah, so I, I think it's one of those Hooters gets an unnecessary rap. I mean, if you don't like it, then don't eat there. I get it. But, um, I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna say that it's demeaning, then you, you can't be doing the same thing and somehow think it's a different circumstance. Uh, but that's just, that's just my two cents in the matter. I got a lot of two cents about everything. But yeah, I think this is pretty much the first podcast. I know I talk way too quick. Um, part of it is my mouth's a little bit dry. Yeah, I need Biotene to be a sponsor or Dasani. So, or Liquid Ivy, hit me up. Hit me up, Liquid Ivy, please. Whoa, please. I love Liquid Ivy. I swear by that. But that's the story for another day. But yeah, I'd like to thank you all so much for tuning in to the first episode of The Loser Lounge with Colin Katie. You probably need to listen to this at half speed to understand anything that I'm saying. But yeah, I appreciate you all staying with me. Um, I tell you guys to like, subscribe, and follow, but I don't know that you will. Um, and I don't even know if I'm going to post. I probably will. Might not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a bridge we'll cross on another day. So thank you all so much for listening, and I will see you all later. Peace out, Girl Scouts.